blood moon has risen, it is time to tell stories of the strange and sometimes terrifying. A black cat brings us a true story. A vampire bat bites into a tall tail. An owl flies in a story from other worlds. This is Blood Moon Podcast. I'm your Blood Moon host, Andrew Carey. If you have a strange story or terrifying tale you want brought to life, please make your submission at bloodmoonpodcast.com. Now, turn up the sound and turn off the lights. Our animal totems have stories to tell. Jill in Florida returns with an eerie experience. It's an owl story about a delta-shaped UFO that appeared over her home. It's another humid evening as Jill drives through Lakewood Ranch, Florida. She just picked up her daughter from dance class, and it seems like it's going to be a routine night. The digital clock on the dash changes to 7.15 as she turns onto her street. The last rays of sunlight stream through the sky when the driver notices a red light. She leans over her steering wheel to get a better look. A dark delta-shaped object slowly drifts over the road at an extremely low altitude. There are three red lights positioned near the corners of the delta. Its incredibly slow movement indicates to her that this thing is not an airplane. Do you see that? Yeah, kind of. Even though Jill is seeking reassurance, her 10-year-old daughter is in the back seat and can't get a full view. The dark delta begins to drift towards their home. Nervousness encroaches on their sense of wonder. Jill quickly pulls up to her house and parks the car. She hustles to help her daughter out of the vehicle as the silent object moves over them. The pair burst through the front door and run to the back of the house 
hoping to watch it pass over their home. They enter the lanai in the backyard. It is eerily silent. The lack of sound is highly unusual. A midsummer's evening is filled with the sound of local wildlife, but not this night. It is as if someone had switched off the sound. Mother and daughter searched the sky, but there was no sign of the craft. They only see the twilight. Jill is confused. The Delta was moving at a snail's pace over the house, and yet it was suddenly gone. The Delta should have been passing over the backyard when they entered the lanai. The following week, Jill learns from her mother that locals claim that what she had seen was a crop duster airplane. Apparently, it was spraying for insects. For the witness, this explanation is unsatisfactory. First, the appearance of the craft looked nothing like a generic airplane. It was a triangle without a fuselage or fixed wings. Single-engine planes are loud, however this craft was silent. The Delta also moved at a speed that was too slow for an airplane to remain airborne, and it disappeared without a trace. She wonders if it wasn't a plane, then what was it? Before we tell the next story, I ask you to help me keep the animal totems happy. Please subscribe, review, and tell your family and friends about Blood Moon Podcast. We also invite you to follow us on Instagram at the Blood Moon Podcast. Now, back to the stories of the strange and sometimes terrifying. Welcome back. Carrie Rose has sent in a delightfully spooky story. While living away from home, Carrie's mother called to tell her that she was hearing voices. The year was 1992. My parents moved to an old house in the historic district of Farmington, Michigan. Farmington was settled by Quakers in the 1800s. Vintage homes lined the main street. It was a stop on the Underground Railroad, and a Quaker cemetery remains there to this day. My parents' house was built in 1875. When I looked at it with them before they bought it, I had a premonition. Something bad would happen here. Fast forward to 1999. The Sixth Sense was the top grossing film that year. 
The Sopranos' first season aired, the Backstreet Boys were popular, and the Taco Bell's talking chihuahua commercials were all the rage. My sister and I were living away from home, and my dad was often away on business trips, leaving my mom alone in the old house with her canine sidekick, Ripley. One night, my mom called me and left me a message. I keep hearing voices. Call me. By the time I got the message, it was much too late to call her. I couldn't sleep all night, playing her message over and over in my head, trying to make sense of it. I called her first thing the next morning and asked the obvious. What do you mean you keep hearing voices? She knew. She sounded crazy. I peppered her with more questions. Do you hear voices now? No. What do the voices say? I don't know. I can't understand them. How long have you been hearing them? Maybe a week. You've been hearing voices for a week and you're only telling me now? I don't want you to worry. Do you only hear them when you're home? I was totally creeped out, and she was too. Up until this point, we hadn't experienced any paranormal activity in the old house. But could this be it? Were we dealing with a ghost? I didn't know what to tell her, or what to do. We decided she'd call me if she hears them again, and if she felt threatened, she would call the police. She called the next day. I heard them again. She whispered. Could you tell what they said this time? No. Mom! I was almost frantic. Could someone be inside your house? She and my dad often left the doors unlocked. It was that kind of neighborhood. And one time, they were actually awoken in the middle of the night by a man standing over them, moaning what sounded like my dad's name. But that's a story for another time. No, no one is here except for Ripley and me. I did feel better knowing Ripley was there. She was a little nutty, but a very loyal and protective dog. Are you scared, Mom? Do you want me to come home? No, I'll be okay. I started wondering if maybe my mother was going a little insane. I was reluctant to hang up, but there wasn't much else I could do. A couple of days passed before I got the next call. I hear them now. I started to sweat and shake uncontrollably. Can you hear them over the phone? She asked. No. Can you walk toward them, Mom? No, I can't tell where they're coming from. Is there a radio or TV on somewhere? No, I checked everything. I think you should call the police, I told her. Fine, then I'm coming home right now. Don't do that. But mom, I protested. They stopped. I don't hear them anymore. She said, I'm sure to keep me from coming. I eventually hung up, exasperated by the situation and terrified some shadowy entity decided to taunt my dear mother forevermore.
Late the next day, I checked my voicemail. There was a message from her. I was dreading listening to it. I was procrastinating pressing play. With much hesitation, I did it. I heard a strange voice. It wasn't her. Then my mom's voice came on. There, did you hear it? Pretty scary. And she hung up. I immediately called her because I knew exactly what it was. She answered the phone laughing. It was the talking chihuahua toy they had been given out at Taco Bell. Ripley had been chewing on it and would follow my mom around the house with it in her mouth. Every time she chomped down, it would say, I think I'm in love. But the more she chewed, the more garbled the voice became. We laughed for years that our house was haunted by Gidget, the Taco Bell Chihuahua. We laughed, that is, until my premonition came true. Hello listeners, I am delighted to tell you about Blood Moon Craft. Blood Moon Craft is the strange and sometimes terrifying shop at Society6. You will find artwork and ghoulish goodies inspired by the tales told on Blood Moon Podcast. Every purchase will help the podcast grow. So check out Blood Moon Craft at Society6. The next account exemplifies what we call an owl story. Valexia shares a bizarre dream that might have clues to a previous incident. What is the meaning of seeing eyes in the static? It was 12.21 a.m. when this happened. I slipped into a dream a few minutes ago. I don't recall exactly what was happening in the dream before what I am recording here, but I do recall something was happening. I went into a bathroom, and as I closed and locked the door, I distinctly heard my grandfather's voice saying something to someone. However, he's been gone for quite some time now, more than 10 years. Then I unlocked the door, opened it, and looked around, but I saw no one. I closed the door again, locked it, and walked further into the bathroom. I glanced back and saw a corner of a green rug on the bathroom floor lifting upwards. It rose at least one foot off the ground. It was very strange. 
I quickly walked over and stepped on the rug, pushing it back to the floor. I was getting goosebumps. Then I saw the far corner of the rug lift up, morph into a hand, and point forwards and upwards. I looked, and the dream dissolved into static with two almond-shaped black eyes. There was some kind of swirling distortion in the static between the two eyes. Suddenly, I felt a weird feeling like everything was expanding. I was shrinking into my head. The static became very bright, and I heard a high-pitched frequency getting louder very quickly. I tried to say something to my partner, but I couldn't get my mouth to do more than open slightly. I couldn't manage to say anything. Reaching out with my hand, I prodded her several times to wake her up. The sensations faded. I opened my eyes and could talk again. However, that frequency is still ringing in my ears as I write this. I feel like something was about to happen, but I backed out. I've seen one UFO in this area. It was last year, around June 3rd. I was with two friends. One saw it as a big white owl, one saw it as a large white bat, and what I saw was a definite UFO cruising above the clouds with a pulsing white light. I laughed and said we were like Native Americans looking at colonial ships and trying to make sense of what we were seeing. The blood moon is setting. Thank you, Carrie, Jill, and Valexia for sharing your stories. A link to Valexia's story is in the show's notes. Music and sound effects by Blood Moon Podcast. Other sound effects are from freesound.org. Voiceovers were provided by Jill and Lily Wilkins. Thank you for listening.